0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 280, recorded live on Sunday, November 4th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who remembered that today was the end of Daylight Savings Time, Dave Pillay. Hey. And the man who didn't, Andy Lohheim. 280 episodes. Yes. I remember when we hit 28 and we were
1: like, oh my god, this is so cool and we've been doing this so long. We've done that ten times now. <laughs> 280. I, I do need to stop starting our episodes by, oh my god, so many episodes. But And, and I will, but still, oh my god, so many episodes.
0: Oh my god, episodes. Oh my god. Goosebumps. Oh, that meme. Whatever so happened we- to Episode Zero? It's not on our list. Episode Zero's still there. Okay. You just have to hunt for it. <laughs> I don't know why you would, especially since I played it during the uh, April, April Fool's. April Fool's. Of- yeah. So bad. Mm-hmm. So you forgot it was Daylight Savings. Well, no, no, because today's the end of Daylight Savings.
1: Right, but it, it's considered still like the Daylight Savings Switch.
0: Yes, I forgot about the Switch. So I got up, and then I was like, okay, it's not too early. I'll get up. And then I realized, oh, my God, it's early. I mean, only by an hour. Yeah, I still got my extra hour because I was asleep during the changeover. But I forgot about it, so I came out of here a little bit earlier than expected.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. What do you think? Is it is it better to ignore daylight savings in this case, go to bed at the same time you normally would go to bed, take the extra hour of sleep and keep going, and then do the same thing when it flips back and you know, not take it into account so you go to bed at the same time? Or is it better to
0: kind of take it into account
1: earlier that day, the day before the switch, really make the adjustment or make the effort to make the adjustment?
0: Why would you adjust early? Then you'd be screwed up for a whole day.
1: Well, not not a whole day early, Andy. I'm saying, like, last night, Yes, you went to bed at your normal time. Yes. I stayed up an extra hour. Mm. I basically adjusted the night before,
0: which is to say last night. You see, I, now, I've tried to do this, because I have had jobs where I've worked third shift. I've also worked early first shift, and I've tried to adjust my sleep time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to work. My
1: Well, you, you really need to work at it for a couple of weeks to get it to really adjust. I
0: know. That, and I always know if I ever travel... Over to Europe, I'll definitely spend the two previous weeks to slowly adjust to... Uh, really? Well, last time I went over to Europe, my jet lag had me going crazy. It it was not good. Took
1: me a day. One. Hmm. You, you, you're you totally fucked
0: up for a day, but after that, I was fine. Mm. I don't know, D. Do the last time you flew out to Seattle, did you feel a bit no, off? I mean,
1: I'm on Pacific time anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is true. You go to bed pretty late. I go to bed at like 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> when I'm driving over there it's not too bad because it kind of it's a gradual change well
1: when you're no it's not a gradual change when you're driving over there you fuck up your sleep schedule so much it doesn't matter (laughs) you get there I mean it's, it's, it's worse than jet
0: lag you lose your sense of time I don't lose my—well, I, re- I don't really have a sense of time. This is why I can't also live by myself, is because I can't fall asleep at a normal time when I'm by myself. It just doesn't work. At least that's it, the way it used to be. I'm not sure now. Now I might actually be able to handle it.
1: Falling asleep by yourself?
0: Yeah. Interesting. I wasn't aware of this. I swear I've told you about this, where if I'm by myself, especially when I was home alone as a kid I, in high I, school—
1: I, I don't recall you ever telling me about this, Andy, no—
0: I would normally wouldn't be able to fall asleep until about 3, 4 in the morning when I'm by myself. This actually screwed me over one time because my parents were away. I was supposed to play at the church's uh, Easter Sunday service, <clears throat> and I tried my hardest to fall asleep. Well, I did, and then um, didn't wake up until 2 in the afternoon. Oops. Yeah. I was not pleased with that, nor was everybody else in the um, church band. Yeah, I bet. But I'm like, I was home alone. I I, <laughs> I can't sleep when I'm alone. It's like, I I heard your guys' answering machine messages, but I... <laughs> Sadness. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Well, then. So, I'm not sure where to go
0: from there. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Topics! Sports! We could talk about sports for a little bit. Well, Eastern lost. That's no surprise.
1: To Ohio. They beat Army. Yes. You you have one win for the year so far. Woo. U of M won against Minnesota. Gets to keep the little brown jug. And I, so I, I caught the game like three quarters of the way into it. Literally, it was just the, the start of the fourth quarter. Why was was Gartner playing quarterback? Like, I was paying attention. I was working on Saturdays. Right, that's right. You work on Saturdays. So there's some crazy stuff going on with Michigan's quarterback thing right now. I don't even know what. Mm. I haven't gotten a chance to actually dig into it yet. But Denard
0: wasn't quarterbacking.
1: Hmm. Gartner started.
0: All right, so this will make sense in my head because I was working on Saturday, delivering the mail, which include all the political flyers. Dave, have you voted yet? No. Do you have no do you not have early voting in Wisconsin?
1: We, we do have early voting, but it's at the clerk's office, not at the usual polling place. Oh. I haven't looked up where the clerk's office is, and the polling place is like literally around
0: the corner from my apartment. <laughs> so, I'm just going to go in on Tuesday and stand in line. Our polling place is across 131 and north of 94. So I have to go south of 94 and go over 131 and then back over 94 again in order to get to our polling place. I actually passed two other polling places.
1: To get to your polling
0: place? To get my to, to my polling place. Okay. Because of the way that 131 had dissected one of the roads many, many years ago. Dissected? Bisected? Bisected, you're right. <laughs>
1: I mean, a dissection is
0: a – it is a cutting, but
1: bisecting is just cutting into two parts.
0: Yes. Okay, so it bisected the road that the school is on, and so I have to do a convoluted way to get over there. Yeah.
1: Oh, yours is at a school. Yes. Mine's at a church. Ah. I never – i I'm always kind of weird about that. I'm like, hmm, church and state.
0: Hmm. Yeah, we actually did a lot of the uh, Census Bureau training at churches because they had plenty of spaces that were not yep. being used during the week. Right. So, And plus, since we were the Census Bureau, we weren't, we weren't really allowed to um, pay. <laughs> so we had to ask them if we could use it for free. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. No one else is using it. That's what basically we told them. Like, look, we need it just for a few hours during the week. Yep, 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 yep. So um, yeah, elections on Tuesday, and I'm so glad because... The political mailers have. Are made they still my... shredding your hands? Oh my god, my hand—it it looks ridiculous. I have a paper cut on one of my hands. I have no idea where it came from. <laughs> I have two paper cuts on my pinky alone. I'm getting There's... messaged. Oh, that's why it's Kate. <laughs> yeah, she's up saying something about my hand. Nope. Hey, he didn't start right away. <laughs> Guys, come on. (laughs) I'm sorry. You see, if you were here when we started. Over here. (laughs) See? That's part of why we do it when we do. Anyway. (laughs) My hand hurts. We'll just leave it at that. Your hand hurts. Like, I had to put super glue in my cuticles to try and seal them up. It's actually working out quite nicely. So if your fingers ever dry out and your cuticles separate from your nails, yeah, Super Glue. What? Yeah. But they tell you not to put that on your hand. Well, yeah, because normally if it's still wet and you put your fingers together, they're stuck that way. But if you put them between your nail and your skin and then just don't touch them until they're dried, then it's fine. Huh. Can you use it to, like, seal wounds? Yeah, I think Super Glue is actually used by, like, surgery people.
1: Okay. I, I usually just kind of put some neosporin on it. That tends to help. But sure, superglue.
0: <laughs> yeah. Super glue for minor cuts and scrapes from sports medicine. Let's see. Okay. Researchers have demonstrated <laughs> the use of super glue as a wound healer. Let's see when it just feels like like the, the
1: chemicals in the glue just can't be good for an open wound.
0: What does it say? I'm trying to look for... No, I don't... Stop doing that. There we go.
1: Andy, we'll look it up later.
0: 1966. The super glue (laughs) spray was used during the Vietnam War to retard bleeding in wounded soldiers. Okay. It has been used since the 1970s outside the U.S., but due to its potential to irritate the skin, the U.S. FDA did not approve its use in medicine adhesive until 1998 with Dermabond. So if you want, you can go by Dermabond. Yes. Okay. So
1: last week... We talked a little bit about Civilization.
0: Yes. Specifically Civ 5. Yes, and it updated. It, it did update. It updated for Windows 8. And there was a whole lot of bug fixes, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, I did you know. read the patch notes? I don't even know if mine has updated. What I like also is the fact that it seems to be running better now on my laptop. So, you know, before I couldn't really run it outside of Strategic View, otherwise it would crash. Yeah. Once you can it run finished, it now? Yeah, I can actually run it now. Cool. Yeah, you've been playing it a lot this last week for a game that you didn't like. I have actually only played it once. You saw me the one time try and load it up, and then it crashed, so I had to reboot my system. And then I played it for like 10 minutes the other day. It got my ass handed to me by Genghis Khan. I saw you playing it last night. I know. That was it. I played once oh, was- last night. Okay. That was it. Okay. Well, There's none I, of this, you've been playing it a lot. I played it once, got my ass handed to me within like an hour. Well, a, a comment from a listener, uh, kind of
1: responding to Andy's claim that the game is such a slow start. Uh, the game that Andy, and the, the reader, the listener rather, was in this game with us, so he points out that it was such a slow start because there were five other people trying to take their turns at the same time, some of whom are rather slow, like me. Mayve. I micro. Yes, you do. <laughs> I micromanage in that game. You need to
0: micromanage in that game. Yeah. I was surprised, though. No, I don't remember this because it's been a long time since I played Civ 4. But if you steal another culture's or another country's settler, yeah. does it always get switched over to a worker or is that just Civ 5? I think that's just Civ 5. Ah, okay. See, For that was my problem. You, you could steal it and grab a settler. <laughs> Because that that's what pissed off Genghis Khan against me. Because he had a settler who was walking right next to my land. I'm thinking, oh crap, he's ready about to settle. So I send out my guy. You stole ga- it? I stole it, and it turned into a worker. I'm like, well shit, now Genghis Khan is pissed at me. All I've got is this extra worker. Well, I mean, yes and no. So, yes, all you gain is a worker. But I sta- I stopped him from building another city.
1: Yeah, I mean, that can set someone back eight turns, and eight turns early game turns into 80 turns late game. Yeah. Right? Just the, the potential of that city that he lost because you stole the, the settler.
0: Yeah, oh, speaking no, it, of...
1: That's absolutely a viable strategy. If you can knock out their settler before they get the second city.
0: Yeah, but then he got pissed at me and then went to war, and I didn't really have any defenses because I was not planning on going to... As you know, I don't go to war early. No. I'm not able to, I can't do that strategy for some odd reason. I have to be a late game war person. Yeah, Brendan is
1: the only person I've seen who does better at an early war than I do. Hmm. We should play Civ Five again. (laughs) Maybe we can do that this afternoon.
0: No, not this afternoon. This is my one free day. Well, fine. Because I have to work three days next week. And class. And class. Two classes. And then I also got to talk to a guy about visiting a station up in Grand Rapids. Okay. So. Well, enjoy your free day. Yeah. But speaking of um, listener mail. Yeah. We got one that was told by his brother's Finnish wife that Finland actually isn't considered part of Scandinavia.
1: Oh, yes. We got schooled on Scandinavia and Finland. Which is
0: surprising because none of my Swedish relatives, I swear, all the... All my Swedish relatives have always classified Finland as part of Scandinavia. I guess the Finnish are like, mm. <laughs> Well,
1: you know, if you talk to the United States, Canada and Mexico are part of America. <laughs> yeah. If you talk to Canada and Mexico, not so much.
0: America. Huh. What? Finland is actually officially bilingual. What are their two languages? I think their two languages are actually uh, Finnish and Swedish. I think I knew that, actually. So, okay, so here's a question. If Finland is not part of Scandinavia... What is it? Yeah, because it's way too north to be really part of Europe. It's Finland. (laughs) Wait, Andy, Scandinavia is part of Europe. I know, but okay, so you've got like mainland Europe, and that basically ends at Germany, Great Britain, that sort of latitude. Wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait great britain is part of mainland europe I'm and s- by
0: definition it's the one part of europe that isn't part of the mainland what what i mean to say is that when you think of europe you have southern europe right so you're talking like I mean, greece I pull up
1: the, the map of risk because i think that's going to be the best <laughs> all right so first off finland is part of scandinavia on the map of risk Okay. Unless I'm completely wrong in which country is Finland. Finland is the one that's east. Yeah. Of Sweden and Norway. Okay. On the map of Risk, that's part of Scandinavia, you have Great Britain and Iceland off by themselves. Yes. Western
0: Europe, Portugal, Spain, France. Oh, yeah. I could easily see that. Yeah. You could definitely think of Spain as Western Europe, France. Spain is as far west as you can get unless you go to Portugal. Yes. Southern Europe looks like we've got... Italy,
1: Switzerland, Greece, uh, kind of the the Yugoslavia, well, former Yugoslavia, the Slavic states, that area. Northern Europe, Germany, Poland, uh, Denmark, Belgium, Holland, all those little teeny countries in there as well. And then as you head further east, you hit Ukraine and Russia and the former Soviet states. So that's the map on risk. And I mean, that, that's not a terrible breakdown, but in no way, shape or form
0: would I ever consider Great Britain to be part of mainland Europe. I was just saying as a main body of Europe. Europe prime? Yeah, like if you took Europe and put it on a map and then kinda drew a circle around what you would consider the heart of Europe, you would catch I'd put the bottom half of Great Britain. I mean like Switzerland. Because you have that Ger- because Germany is definitely main body Europe. France is definitely main body Europe, and then you kind of catch a little bit of Great Britain if you're drawing that circle. I mean, what are
1: you defining as main
0: body Europe? Uh, let's see, Germany like, has been influential. You can't define it as Germany and France. Well, I'm just saying uh, we got Germany, France, Switzerland, Italy. Right, but th- those are what's included in main body
1: Europe. What are you defining as main? What? What's the criteria? I'm just saying, like, the heart
0: of Europe. Geographic heart? Yes, the geographic heart? heart of Europe. The geographic heart of Europe. You see, I would not consider Denmark really part of the heart of Europe. That's Northern Europe. I mean, some of it's going to depend on what
1: projection you're using. All right, would you consider Greece... Again, Andy, I mean, I'm looking at the, the map of risk, and this is similar to the Mercator projection. You're looking
0: at a map of risk.
1: <laughs> I know, and I'm telling you, it's a bad projection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, could we right. consider Finland part of Nordic countries, then? Sure. Okay, because then we could add Finland, maybe Iceland. Greenland's... Mm- Greenland's definitely kind of out on its own. Greenland is a territory of Denmark, isn't it? No, I thought it was a... Is it a territory of Denmark?
1: Pretty sure Greenland is a territory of Denmark.
0: It's an autonomous country within the kingdom of Denmark. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Huh. All 56,000 people.
0: (laughs) That is a large country just to have 56,000 people in it. No, it's not that big. It's It's tiny, Andy. I think it's the 12th largest area yeah it's 12th it's the 12th largest area in the world behind russia antarctica canada united states china brazil australia india argentina kazakhstan algeria and congo and then it's greenland andy go look at how big the congo is It's called greenland. <laughs> let's see congo is it's in the middle of africa yeah it's almost a million square miles yes i'm not talking about the numbers andy go look at the congo on a map okay i'm looking at the congo on a map what am I supposed to see other than a large country that's almost a million square miles? The fact that it's not as big as you think Greenland is. Greenland is 838.
1: Yes, I understand Greenland is actually smaller than the Congo. Yes. I don't get what you're trying
0: to point out with this. I'm trying to point out that any map that you are using to look at this is, is skewed because we're trying to put a sphere, a 3D right. object, onto a 2D plane. Yes, yes, I understand that. Okay, so just pointing out, Greenland is not... I mean, it is a small country. All right, let's just put this in some... Let's, what's the size of Michigan in square miles?
1: as square big as
0: miles. No, geography of Michigan is 58,110 square miles. Greenland is 800,000? Yes. So it's 40 Michigans? Yes. I would consider that quite large. Yeah, how much of that's habitable? <laughs> Probably not a lot. It's just like Canada. It's a huge country, and everybody's right along the border. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> so, should we actually hit topics? I suppose. Since we've gone over the listener mail, now let's just cause nothing but trouble. Ah, friggin' listeners and their mail. And... Hey, I love the listener mail. It's, it. How would we have known that Finland's not part of Scandinavia? I'm still not entirely sure it is not part. Oh, holy crap, that's cool. Yes, would you like to share with the rest of the class?
1: Uh, uh, so, Google Maps has a little thing at the bottom if you enable it from the lab which is the scale okay right so it's it says like this distance is 200 miles this distance is uh 500 miles right yeah when you zoom way way out and in fact you don't even need to zoom out uh but as you scroll north and south it changes to adjust
0: for the map hmm because again it's the whole sphere on on a surface well i'll be yeah, I'm looking at the map of Greenland. It's all white. Yeah, there would be snow there. <laughs> Lots of snow. Multi.
1: I'm okay. Sorry. Uh, so let's see. Big announcements this week. Google had. Well, Google was going to have their their little press conference. That didn't work out so well.
0: No. Yeah. That hurricane. Uh, oopsies. Yeah. Oh, so. So did did you hear about this new cocktail
1: drink, Andy? You mean the hurricane? Well, the hurricane is a glass, but it, it's a cocktail called Hurricane Sandy. Yeah. It's whiskey, vermouth, uh dash of bitters and
0: tap water. Okay.
1: It's a watered down Manhattan.
0: Uh. Oh. <laughs> but um <psh. laughs>
1: I I I thought that was I I stole the the idea of watered down Manhattan, but I added the ingredients myself. I thought that was clever. Also, That's who sneaky. would drink whiskey and I mean it's it's a martini with whiskey. Anyway, so yes, Hurricane, uh, Google had to cancel their, their press event, but they still released the information that they were going to release at it, which includes the updated 32 gigabyte Nexus 7, the Nexus 4, and the Nexus 10 tablet. Hmm. And I hope that you see now what I saw and, and look at this and say, like, they are in uh, a slight problem as far as naming convention goes, the which sold- is... Well, the phones are numerically named, right? You would the Nexus 1, the Nexus 2, the Nexus 3, the Nexus 4. And you have on the tablet side, the screen size is the name. So there's the Nexus 7 is the 7-inch tablet. The Nexus 10 is the 10-inch tablet. What happens in three versions of the phone? Huh. (laughs) I have the Nexus 7 phone. Wait, no, uh, the Nexus, um, shit. That doesn't work. No.
0: No, it doesn't. This, mm. this is problematic. Yes, yes, it is.
1: But anyway, Google released them. Um, I actually picked up the Nexus 7 32-gig <gasps> model. And what do you think? It's really fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it immensely. First, th- One of the first things I did, rooted. One of the second things I did, put Cyanogen on. <laughs> After that, a couple emulators,
0: are you playing Nintendo games on your tablet?
1: No, I'm playing Game Boy games on
0: my tablet. I should get that for my phone. Yep. Tetris. I have Tetris on my tablet. God, I have the Game Boy pocket somewhere that I have Tetris with. Yes, but now you could just put it on your phone. True, which is significantly tinier. You know what games I'm actually playing now? What games are you playing now? Uh, 9 Men Morris. Well, twelve men. Well, all the X Men Morris, X Men Morris. Because there's a there's a there's a not, three, not X-Men, there's, like the X Men, but but X as in like well a N mathematical variable. Yeah, because there's actually the games inside Assassin's Creed. Okay, it's just as an aside. Is you could actually you know bet that you could beat the computer playing like six men Morris, nine men Morris, twelve I don't men know Morris, N Man Morris is. So it's it's a weird game actually. I think three three man Morris actually was like the basis of tic tac toe originally. Okay, about that one. Yeah, but there's a couple. There's another game in there. It's a uh, f- shoot. I forgot what it was called. It's some funky name. But I found out I suck at them because I can't even beat the computer on the um, beginner level. So I downloaded the games to my phone in order to um, practice. Practice. Yeah, go it's, get a Tetris. Go get a Game Boy emulator. Go get Tetris. <laughs> Brendan, I should probably try playing Brendan at Nine Men Morris. He probably would be into that. If I knew more about the game, I could give you a better answer. It's a board game that's old. Okay. Like, we're talking Roman time old. Okay. Yeah, it's an Assassin's Creed, and I suck at it. I've lost so much money trying to win. (laughs) Does it occur to you that the computer might cheat? No. Okay. Why would the computer cheat? Because it it might cheat. It's an open-faced game. How can the computer cheat? Is there probability involved? No. It's all skill. Yeah. Okay. Then, no, the computer's probably not cheating. It's kind of like the... Well, one of the games is sort of like this weird version of uh, Go and, like, Checkers combined. It's weird. So, other announcements from this week.
1: Huge one. Four billion dollar announcement. Oh, I
0: was wondering how long before we're going to talk about this. Disney bought Lucas. They bought Lucas Films. They didn't actually buy The Man.
1: Well, I mean, they pretty much bought everything The Man has.
0: True, so, they did buy ILM and Skywalker Sound, along with... Because
1: they're part of Lucas
0: Yeah, Lucas Films, and they bought uh, Lucas Games, too. Yeah, well, Lucas Arts Yeah, is included in the whole thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, this is, yeah... You know why I'm not worried about this? Why? Are, well, I I'd, I'd like to clarify. I'm not worried about this in any way. But why aren't you worried about it, Andy? Because remember back in 2009 when we talked about how the fact Disney bought Marvel yeah. for 4 billion dollars? Yeah, and it turned out to be pretty good. <laughs> That's why it was kind of interesting when everybody was, like, freaking out online, going, oh, God, there's going to be Disney characters in Star Wars. No, I
1: mean, the the most you're going to see as far as a crossover is they might, like, pull Star Wars into Kingdom Hearts.
0: Oh, God, that would be ridiculous.
1: Yeah. And, and, well, but see, that's what people are afraid of. It's not that, like, oh, there's going to be a Disney
0: princess in the next Star Wars movie. But everybody, everybody was all up in arms about this, and I'm like, this already happened three years ago with Marvel, and I still remember even back then, everybody was like, oh, God. Disney characters are going to show up in my comic books. Oh no, they're yeah. not. Because Disney has more business sense than that. Yeah, this is basically just they realized this, there's this still
1: money to them, be made. This wasn't even them buying Star Wars. No. this I I, I looked at this deal, and I, I, I am convinced. Now, of course, I have no background in this. I have no idea. But I am convinced that this was $4 billion for ILM and Skywalker Sound. And they got yeah. the rights to the movies just kind of as part of the deal.
0: I could see that. Hopefully, because everybody who's somebody doing post production special effects uses ILM or Weta, which is New Zealand. Yeah. So you either have to take it all the way out to New Zealand and deal with the Lord of the Rings guys, or you're using. And even then, even then, I mean, look at look at uh, Avengers. Yeah.
1: Avengers used Weta.
0: Yeah. And and they used ILM. I-
1: in modern blockbuster movies, you have so much computer-generated stuff, you go to multiple sources.
0: <laughs> there's, there's companies out there whose sole job is just to render fire. Yep. That's, like, that's all they do all day is they get a picture <laughs> and they're like, okay, we need fire. We need all to right. add fire. Well, because fire is really hard to render. Yeah, it is.
1: I mean, that's if, if you've ever watched old movies with with fake fires or early computer-generated fire, I mean, fire was like the dead giveaway. Oh, this is computer-generated. Yeah. By the way, if you ever want to pick apart a modern movie and see where it's computer-generated and where it's not, turn off the sound. It's so much easier if you aren't distracted by the story to be like, oh, that scene actually doesn't exist.
0: I could see that. That, would, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I just love how okay. So four billion dollars. Disney is paying half of it in cash. Yep. Disney two. has two billion dollars in cash lying around. Laying
1: around. Well, they. I don't know if they actually had it laying around. They might have to sell off some stuff. But. But still, it's two billion dollars in $2 billion. cash. Dollars. And here's the the kicker. Here's where where everything kind of goes. Uh, what? <laughs> Lucas is giving it away. I know he's donating it to charity. Donate most of it to well, not necessarily to charity, but to education. So whether it's going to his educational foundation, he is the chairperson of Edutopia. Okay. Or if it's if he (laughs) with with four billion dollars, he could start a whole new foundation. Well, he's
0: already you know basically build four hundred of the like finest schools in America. Well, what what would he what's he going to do with another four billion dollars? Andy, I don't think he's going to be able to spend it. Yeah, I don't think he was going to be able to spend it originally. Andy, I don't think he's going to be alive long enough to spend it. That is true. There, That was part of the things that he's talked about was like, look, I wanted to make sure that this was in good hands before I died. I think that's coming up sooner than people might realize. Are you saying George Lucas has some sort of terminal cancer? I think
1: so. I don't know if it's cancer. But I think he's had he had a, a dead on diagnosis diagnosis. I don't see him giving I mean, from what I've learned of this man, I don't see him giving up control of Star Wars like this. I still can't believe they're doing a seventh film. We'll talk about that
0: later. Okay. But I'm I'm not like what do you think? I think this deal was the fact that Lucas needs to retire at some point. He, he probably wants retired, to retire, Andy. Well, yeah, but he probably wants to be like... Why? Andy, do you really think
1: that he's been working on like day-to-day management of Star Wars and Lucasfilm? No, no, he hasn't. He's probably just been
0: hanging out with his kids right. on the ranch. And building low-income housing on his own property. Yeah. To fuck with his neighbors. I'm, I'm guessing Disney saw something in this. They probably had a flush of cash after Avengers went through the frickin' roof. Yeah. And thought, what other big names could we get? Because they started out with Pixar. Pixar back, what, was that 2006? Uh, before that, wasn't it? It was a Toy Story. Disney well, no. bought Pixar when we were in, like, high school. No, because wasn't Pixar part of Disney and then they split? Uh, no, Pixar was part of oh, DreamWorks. Bizarre. Arts. <laughs> Pixar
1: originally was part of ILM, and then okay. Jobs bought it when Jobs was working on Next, right after he
0: got kicked out of Apple. Let's see Toy Story in 1995. Da-da-da-da. Walt Disney bought Pixar in 2006 okay. for $7.4 So Disney bought Pixar, and now Disney bought ILM. So then, yeah, 2006. Three years later, they bought Marvel for $4 billion in 2009. Now, three years, three later. years later. So every three years, Disney just drops like $4 billion. Yeah. They just store everything up from their giant house of mouse and drops it on something else to bring them into the fold. Yep. So you you don't think that George Lucas is is terminally ill? No, I just think he's just done with everything. All right. There's some people who just want to keep their heads in the game for as long as possible. Brett Favre. <laughs> and there's well, just sometimes people just. Be careful when you say those words here, by the way. Oh, complete. Oh, he should have just left when fight he did. Words. Should have just left that first time and just been done with it. Mm-hmm. Well, it, okay. I I think he's
1: not. I don't think he's going to be here for the next movie.
0: My guess it's all the fact it's uh, Iger. Iger came in as the CEO of Disney in two thousand and five and just started purchasing. Yeah, he's, he's he said I'm done in 2015. So my guess is he just want he saw this as a perfect Party. opportunity and just ran with it. Yeah. So I'm thinking just Lucas is like, "All right, I've set up an empire. It's eh, I'm done." So fun little fact. Yes.
1: Uh I was watching this. this so they, they announced this um Tuesday. On Tuesday. And when they did, let me grab the so they announced it Tuesday after trading hours. Yeah. And the market was closed on Tuesday
0: anyway, right? Yes, because of Sandy.
1: So let's see. Tuesday was what, the thirtieth? Yes. And it was closed that Tuesday was closed that Monday and Tuesday for Sandy. It reopened on the thirty first. Disney's stock jumped from about 50 bucks to at open something like 55 bucks 55 no just i guess 51 it jumped a lot and then immediately fell off like there's if you look at the graph there's this huge spike right at the start of trading on wednesday From everyone who had placed orders that night and that morning saying, oh, God, Disney stock is going to skyrocket.
0: And then it dropped like a rock. Because everybody's like, hey, I made a couple of bucks. Let me sell it off. Yep. Or everybody who's already had Disney stock since forever decided to finally cash out. So it it actually dropped down to like $48.
1: And it's it's slowly been making its way back up. Hmm. Should actually be going up again uh, from Wreck-It Ralph.
0: Oh, yeah, that's coming out this weekend, isn't it? That's out. All right. So asked about the future of ILM, Mister Iger said, "Our current thinking is that we let it remain as is." Oh, well, thank God, because you think that if they took ILM and made it in-house only. Oh God! Oh, it would destroy the industry. My guess is they're like, "Well, we could, you know, take away this from everybody else, or you know, just just let them the do profit. what they're doing, take the money." It's kind of like when Amazon bought Woot. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it or when Disney bought Marvel. Yeah, they're like, "Look, you're doing good. Just keep going." And just keep going. You just answer just, to us now. Yeah. Yep. So can we talk about the next Star Wars movie yet? Sure. Okay.
1: Sure, we can talk about the next Star Wars movie. I had some friends who were looking up uh the original cast. So the the first question is is it going to be prequel or sequel? Mm. And they they've kind of said episode seven. So you assume sequel. So some friends of mine started looking up the cast from the original three and saying, Well, could they play the part? I don't know. Mark Hamill's If if you dropped Star Wars in you said like Episode seven takes place twenty years after Episode four, or thirty years after Episode four. Could these people play their same characters? I don't know. Harrison Ford could. Yeah. Billy D. Williams maybe. Carrie Fisher no. No. Yeah.
0: No. She. She couldn't. Uh, Mark Hamill probably wouldn't want to. Yeah, he's been bowing out of everything because he stopped doing all the Joker stuff too. Yep. And I mean, he. I mean, he doesn't
1: like being Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Everything I've learned, everything I've seen, he,
0: was, he does not want to be Luke Skywalker. Yeah. He hates being known for that. But Which, I do have to say, the first thing that popped, as soon as I, somebody said, like, hey, Star Wars Episode sevens it's, it's real, I'm thinking, Thrawn Trilogy, thank God. Yeah. Except no. Except, yeah, it wouldn't work. Well, A, they're all too old. B, Disney would have to buy the rights from Timothy Zahn. Which I'm guessing somebody at some point tried to get him to sign away movie rights to that years ago.
1: Probably, but I have no idea. I just don't think Disney would spend the money on it. So would you rather see something that's... I'd love to see the Thrawn trilogy made into a movie. I think that would be amazing. It's set up perfectly for it. It is a trilogy. Yeah. It has story, it has... Uh, I mean, there's plot development, there's character development. You introduce a few new characters, they're not going to do it. Yeah. And even if they did do it, I don't think they'd do it well enough. They're going to make money, whatever they do. It's, yeah. People will line up to see it. I've already, one of my, uh, my my co-workers said, so what are you doing in 2015? I was like, I have no idea why. He's like, let's go see Star Wars opening night. Sure. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Last time I saw Star Wars opening night, it was a bit of a disappointment. Yep. Yep. Um, but, like, I mean, at the same time, my question is
1: how close to, to tradition are they going to try and stay and how? what sort of changes? They haven't announced anything about the movie. They haven't said who's directing it. They
0: haven't said who's writing it. All we know is that George Lucas will just be on as a consultant.
1: Yep. George Lucas's job will be to make sure that they don't add paper to the Star Wars universe. <laughs>
0: I'm serious I'm like, that's I am know yes I know it's one of those things zero. you don't think about and then all of a sudden you're like oh yeah
1: yeah they never have paper it's all on data pads and weirdness and memory sticks
0: hollow sticks mm. yeah I don't know I haven't been paying attention with any of the Clone Wars stuff that's been going on so I don't know if they'd probably just keep along that line because that's where the oh, current yeah. generation they, is and, and in addition to the movie by the way they want a show well of course But isn't there... I'm saying, isn't Clone Wars already still going? I think it's stopped. I think Cartoon Network's done. Let me rephrase that. I hope Cartoon Network is done. Television 2008 series. Is it still going? Season 5 premiered September 29th, 2012. So it's still going. Season 5 is still going right now.
1: Okay. I mean, you can only tell so much about Anakin during
0: his youth and teenage phase. Yeah, I just think they just need to drop anakin like a ton of bricks or drop a ton of bricks on anakin on anakin both would be fine by me yep just go somewhere else either go with the old like the old republic stuff which i wonder if they're going to do another old republic game who knows uh i mean that's kind of bioware's
1: division right now true disney bought lucas arts they didn't and lucas games but they didn't buy bioware true oh god could you imagine if disney bought bioware
0: <laughs> mass effect movie isn't that in the works? Probably. Quote-unquote in the works, just like the, the movie. Halo movie. Not, not, not Disney, by Bioware. So continuing, sorry, I just want to point this out, the fact that, um, so the stock of was shut down due to Hurricane Sandy. Yes. All of the Gawker sites were down due to Hurricane Sandy, and Huffington Post was down due to Hurricane Sandy. That's why my newsfeed has been so empty this week. Yes.
1: Like, wow, there's really just nothing going
0: on. (laughs) What the fuck? No, it's just you need to expand beyond. Gawker. Gawker. But they are so effective and cater to my needs. Well, I'm sorry, but their site's still in backup mode. Almost a week after, you know, Hurricane Sandy. Yep. But my only question is, why would you put your data center... Okay, I could see... down the road from your office? Yes. I mean so you can get to it, so you know the people who are working on it. But then you have a problem of, you know, flooding data centers and not being able to get there's a there's a diesel fuel shortage because all the data centers in New York City were trying to get fuel for their diesel generators so they could pump out the basement to actually start up their regular generators. It's a big mess in New York City. Yes. Well <laughs> Andy, everything is a pretty big mess in New York City right now. Yeah. So it's just like, why don't you put it, in, I was going to say put it in Iowa, but then maybe you have to worry about tornadoes. Tornadoes. Put it in Chicago. Underground. Wisconsin. Yeah, put it in Wisconsin. Put it in Michigan. Snow. Underground. Blizzards. Underground. People still need to get there. It's a lot easier to come back from a, you can, you can plow snow. You can't plow water. <laughs> So no, it just kind of reforms, by it'd be really funny to watch, though. You, I don't know. You get enough. You get enough of the the plows to line up, and you get the, the blades to line up. Maybe just you could get, perfectly. Yeah. You could
1: kind of push the water to the side. Su- no, I, I don't think so, Andy. The world's
0: largest squeegee.
1: <laughs> oh God,
0: that'd be horrible.
1: I Just see you like going down the streets of New York, just pushing a wave
0: of water. I could see, it's like Escape from New York. Or was it L.A. that they did that? I don't know. It was one of those two movies. God, I haven't seen either one in forever. I think it was Escape from New York where he was like surfing down. Oh, God. Somebody write in and tell me which one it was. It was one of those stupid movies from a long time ago. Okay. So, what else should we talk about? Uh, GameStop. Yes, GameStop. 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 I'm not, I'm not opposed to this. Really? Yeah, no, GameStop has done some pretty shady things in the past. But opening 80 stores by... Well, 80 stores will be opened by November 15th, called GameStop Kids, which are video game stores specifically aimed at children. Aren't most video game stores, you know... Andy, what's the average age of a gamer? 20-something. Keep going. 30... Is it 30-something now? We've
1: aged. It's the early 30s. Oh. GameStop knows that. That's who they cater to. Don't kid yourself. However, GameStop is also realizing that a lot of these people in their 30s now have kids who are in their, like, 5 to 10s. So they're opening GameStop Kids. It's going to be just E-rated and below games, and there will be toys for the games next to the games.
0: So, like they said, a Star Wars game next to Chewbacca plushies. Or Angry Birds next to a bunch of Angry Bird stuff. God, the Angry Birds Skywanders stuff just keeps coming
1: beyblade well i don't know if the beyblade is actually still a game
0: lego lord of the rings star wars and harry potter build sets along with marvel character build sets right that's that's an easy one i mean but so the the marketing and
1: and kind of business practice aside i'd you know if if i were a parent i'd be pretty pleased that i could have a place where i could take my kid to and know that all the games are age appropriate
0: Okay, so I actually won't say this. It, it Now, the more you talk about it, it, actually seems like a good idea.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, are, are they shamelessly trying to cater to a, a different crowd and, and make money because your little kid is going to be like, I want that game, and oh,
0: oh, look at the, the stuff next to it. So many shinies. Yes, absolutely. But it's no worse than if you took your kid to Toys R Us. Oh, God, taking a kid to Toys R Us during the holiday season? Right. <sighs> So, I'm, I'm actually kind of okay with this. Hmm. I'm curious to see how it works. Yeah, we'll see. They, they're probably just doing this this year as a test run. We'll Plus, see. you know, most of the malls have plenty of empty spaces. Yeah.
1: You know, there are malls that have more than one GameStop. What?
0: Yep. I was just pl- funny. There was a, um EB Games in the mall over by us, and there was like a GameStop across the street. Mm-hmm. But the EB Games in the mall closed. What a surprise. I,
1: ca- I worked it out on a map once in Ann Arbor. There are, I think, five or six GameStops,
0: and no two are more than 15 miles away from each other. That's yeah, a little overkill. That's like bordering on Starbucks territory.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of GameStops in that area. There's, I think, like three in Madison, maybe four. I
0: don't know, I'm curious now. So, Dave, speaking of big games, Halo 4 is coming out. Woo! You're going to pick it up? No. Holy shit. What?
1: <laughs> uh, oh, I, I opened maps.google.com, and it opened to, like, the Midwest, and I typed in GameStop. Thing's a fucking virus. <laughs> Holy shit. I can there's, see that. There's 4 in Madison from the looks of it. You over to a city like Milwaukee, though. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18.
0: There's, like, 18 or 19 in Milwaukee. Heck, there's two in Kalamazoo. Chicago. Oh, God. Chicago land. It's, like, a solid red dot of GameStops. Looks like there's two in Battle Creek that are almost, like, across the street from each other. Really? D and E? That, yeah, oh, so I in
1: makes no sense. Ann Arbor, there's, there's five... Uh, and this is including the one in Saline. if you include the one in Saline, the two that are uh, looks like the two that are furthest apart is the one in Ipsy and the one over on uh uh, uh what is that Eisenhower across from the mall
0: and There's no way that like there's three two miles game apart. stops that are uh. Sh- It looks like they're about 400 meters apart. There's no way I can't be right. (laughs) 400 meters apart is probably the same store. Okay, so maybe we'll say a kilometer. Now that I'm doing it, more of an eyeballing. But anyway, so Halo 4 is coming out. Yes. Are you going to pick it up? We just went over this. No, I'm not picking it up. Okay. But they're... You know how Halo 4 is doing all their promo tie ins, so the stuff with Doritos and Mountain Dew and everything? Yeah. They're doing one now with American Express. What? I can yes. get a Master Chief American Express card? No. Oh. What they do is the American Express card sync technology. So you know how you could connect it to like Foursquare and tweeting and Facebook and everything. Uh, no, I was actually unaware of that. Well, yeah, um, you can connect your American Express card to Foursquare. So if you know you check in at some place on Foursquare, you could get a discount. If you use your American Express card.
1: Oh, see, I I was thinking of it being, like, in the opposite direction of I would use my card and it would automatically check me in on
0: Foursquare. Oh, no, it's the other way around. That would actually be significantly more convenient. So it's things like that. But now they've they've hooked it up with your Xbox Live account. Andy, I think I need
1: to go call Visa for something real quick. (laughs) Go Go ahead. Oh,
0: you're doing it that way. Okay. Yeah, that like you you know, you go to a store, you buy something and just by buying it, it automatically checks you in. Hmm. So, if you play Halo 4 and you connect your American Express card to your Xbox Live account, which seemed a little weird to me, but if you do this, yeah, you have a chance of getting $25 free from American Express or a Best Buy offer for $50 when you spend $100. Or, the first 30 people in the U.S. and the U.K. who beat Halo 4 on Legendary Mode get a chance to win a free trip to E3 in 2013. Woo! I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, the first 30 people to compete the game in Legendary Mode... Game comes out. Mm, I'm guessing that's going to be done, you know, within the first Three 12 hours. hours. Well, they Probably still should. have to play the game. Yeah. How long do you think it takes to play through a game like that? I don't know. Do you have to play through it twice in order to? Do you have to play through it once to in order to unlock Legendary mode, or can you start it from so. right away? Pretty sure you can just start Legendary. I wonder if it's every, each of the thirty people get a trip to E3, or if it's just one trip. Didn't the first thirty people get entry into it. Into the sweepstakes. No, I don't. I'm trying to read, it. read it the doesn't... details. Hmm. But anyway... Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to have my... Well, granted, most people already have a credit card attached to their Xbox yeah, if, Live account. you have a credit card... And all you have to do is play the game, and it automatically gives you the rewards. Right. So It's not something I'm planning on doing, but... No. You know, it doesn't well, well, plus, it's American, American Express, which Who is accepted like once in a blue moon. Right. It's nowhere. Online. Yeah. Online places accept American Express. That's about it. Maybe gas stations every once in a while. Uh, most gas stations probably do. So yeah, that's the, <laughs> one of the more otter Halo Four tie-ins. Uh, not something I would typically uh, associate with Halo Four, but
1: sure, why not American Express?
0: Right. So we should probably hit yes. The, um, random review. Yes. What are you reviewing? B- 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 I what am reviewing. Are we reviewing. Yes. Fleet. 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 There's a lot of things from Google about fleet. I would just
1: searching fleet on Board Game Geek.
0: Game. Salt Fleet. No, that's a... Sh- nope, nope. There we go. Board Game. Fleet. The fishing game. <laughs> really? You go... Oh, yeah. So the, the point of the game
1: is to catch fish. And <laughs> I mean, like, uh-huh. So it's actually a lot more fun than that sounds. Um, it, it's this card game where everyone starts out with an equal hand, and you, I mean, I mean, the overall mechanics is that you purchase licenses to launch ships of various types. Actually, you know, I'm going to abstract this. We're, we're not going to talk about licenses and ships. It's an RTS. Okay. All right, it, you, you, you spend your turn, you spend resources to build uh, a, a unit-generating facility, you spend more resources to build the units, and you send the units out to perform their tasks. Does that not sound like an RTS? No, it sounds like an RTS. All right. So the thing is, the generators, as it were, are fishing licenses. So you have a license to fish for crabs or a license to fish for lobster or for tuna or for cod. The units that you generate are the boats. So a cod fishing boat or a shrimp fishing boat
0: or a king crab boat. Uh, and then the task that the units perform is going and fishing. Now, when you go fishing, is it do you get a set number of fish, or is it kind of a probability sort of you thing? You get
1: one fish for every
0: captained boat.
1: So that's a, the, the, your hand is your basically your resources. Each card is worth some number of gold, and that's on the card. But they're also the ships that you launch. They the cards are your units. So when you spend cards to buy a unit from your hand, you are using the gold and you're losing the potential gold that the unit is because you can no longer spend that one. Hmm. Additionally, ships have to be captained. Well, captains come from your hand as well. They are exactly the same cards. You flip it upside down, not upside down, you flip it kind of backwards as it were. So you've got the back side up, and that is now a captain. But that means that you've lost that card. You can't use it for anything else. Hmm. Then each of the different licenses and the different boats have different abilities. So... The tuna license, for instance, at the end of your turn, typically you draw two cards and discard one of them. Well, if you have a tuna license, you actually don't discard, you just draw two. Oh, if you have nice. two tuna licenses, it starts stacking, so you draw three and discard one. Gotcha. If you have three tuna licenses, you draw three cards. If you have four tuna licenses, you draw four cards, discard one so how many players is this for uh supports up to four players okay it takes 30 to 45 minutes to play through a game huh. how complex are the rules i just went over most of them oh well that's easy peasy yeah it's it's pretty easy to pick up so who are you playing with just people from around the area that i know gotcha but i i will uh probably be bringing it back with me on both of my trips to ann arbor hmm. if you can make either one of those might be interesting granted it's only a four player, yeah true you me Brendan Brian
0: hmm it just seems like it's trying to be deadliest catch to
1: some extent to some extent i mean there's there's certainly that same vibe, but um uh,
0: in the base game, I mean there's no way to lose a ship, oh. In the expansion, there is. Okay, because that's the one thing I was seeing. It's like, if you're fishing in the Arctic, there's two things you have to worry about. One is not actually catching everything. <laughs> two which, is living. Yeah, is losing your ship. Yes.
1: There's, so, there's the uh, Nunavut Weather Authority expansion, and that has something where people can lose ships. Okay, so
0: it came out this year, and it's already got expansion packs. Well,
1: it came out with
0: expansion packs.
1: Oh. It was actually a kick-started game. Oh, okay. And uh, some of the expansions were the, the rewards for higher levels and the stretch goals.
0: Hmm.
1: So it's actually a very clever, very well-designed board game. It's really easy to pick up. It's very uh, it, it's kid-friendly. I mean, the, the suggested age is 8 and up. You could probably get kids younger than that. They just might not get the strategy down.
0: But still, there's lots of fish
1: things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all friendly. You you fish. There's no direct interference. There's no, like, ah-ha-ha, ha, I've sunk your ship. Yeah. Although it would be an interesting <laughs> expansion. <laughs> Military vessels. Fleet pirates. Yes! Oh, man. Stealing fish from other ships? Oh, that <laughs> would be so bad. I've come for
0: your tuna. Your tuna and your cod. I don't care about your gold. Just give me your tuna. Yep. Well it does seem interesting. It's something that you would not expect normally. No, no. And and I saw it on Kickstarter. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like why not? Sure. It
1: it looks like a cute little game and it's it looks kinda of fun. And then I played it and I'm like, oh my god, this
0: is amazing. So you'd approve, uh see it's on Amazon right now for right around twenty two. It looks like some of the guys in board game are selling it for around fifteen. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. If, yeah, it doesn't, you, it doesn't seem too bad. If you can pick
1: this game up for twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, go for it. I mean you'll you'll You know, it's price comparison, right? Yeah. If you think about how much it costs for four people to go to the movie for an hour and a half, you're looking at 40 bucks without snacks. Yeah. Versus 20 bucks for this, where you will get easily the same amount of time out of it. Gotcha. In fact, you'll probably get significantly more out of this. All
0: right? Yep. So that's Fleet. Got it. Random topic? Random topic. Looking back, what fad did you participate in your youth that you wished you had not? What fad did we participate in in our youth that we wished we didn't? Well, youth is in parentheses, so I'm
1: not sure. Um... I mean, I did a lot of... No, I didn't do drugs. Um...
0: (laughs) Andy, was I part of a fad when I was young? I don't know. There was that whole crazy drinking creamer thing at Quiz Bowl. I wouldn't call that a fad, Andy. That was you and me. (laughs) That was just odd.
1: I also don't regret that at all. Um... I, I'm I mean I was never really a fad kinda guy. Let's I was, see, I had pogs for a little while. That was a that way. Yeah, I, I I did participate in pogs. I part- you know, I I got a Tamagotchi, that was a fad. Never could get my Tamagotchi to live. <laughs>
0: Thing um, is, um I didn't get that fad until after it was over. Um that was kinda lame. <laughs> Let's see, there's some uh comic book trading cards that I have. I don't know why I got into that. Oh, the Marvel cards? Yeah. Oh, I remember those. Again, though, it's not something like I don't regret that. I do. It didn't seem... It's something I went along with and didn't understand why. Cause it was fun. Eh, I don't even remember where we would get those cards. I don't remember either. Did we go to writers and buy packets? I don't know. What other things that I do in my youth that would I consider a fad? I'm having a lot of difficulty coming up with any. <laughs> so, well, not let me rephrase. I'm having difficulty coming up with any that I regret. I'm just trying to think of anything I did that was faddish. I grew a rat tail once. Oh God. Why did you do
1: that? Because I wanted to see how it would look, and it was kind of a fad. But I know I would not look good with long hair I, or a rat tail. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it looked that bad, and I certainly don't regret it.
0: Hmm. <laughs> what did she write?
1: <laughs> I would cut it off in his sleep. <laughs> Talking about the hair and not pulling a Lorena Bobbit, but even so...
0: I love how I hear Kate type and then I hear you laugh and I'm like yep. oh great. Yep, yep, yep. Once again, why we record earlier. <laughs> it makes it a whole lot easier on my end. <laughs> yep, I got nothing, Andy. I'm I'm pretty I don't regret any of the stuff that I did. I don't think I was into fads. Yeah. I really. mean, Andy and I were pretty kind of counter culture. Like what'd you do in elementary school? Um, yeah, read books. Um, hmm. Um, I I can't think. I honestly cannot think of anything. Yep, I, I think that's it. <laughs> what fads do you regret? Um, not well, the being fact a that, fad. Yeah, not not doing any of the fads. Except I don't regret that. <laughs> yeah, I don't regret that either. See, there's. Somebody online's got to do fads of the '90s. Don't know. Don't care. Fantastic '90 fads. Let's see, Beanie Babies. Yeah, I didn't no, do that. No, Furbies. No. Didn't do that. Tamagotchis. Well, we had the one. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Oh, man. Was not a fad. The Nickelodeon cartoons. How is that a fad? I don't know. That's what the website says. AOL. No, didn't do that. I Skip it. On
1: AOL, but that's because that was my internet connection.
0: In sync and boy bands. Nope. nope, didn't do that. Macarena. Oh I don't regret it. It's still a fun dance. That's yeah. still a dance that I dance to at weddings. Yep. So keep going. Let's see, girl power, so we're talking the Spice Girls and Britney Spears, Christina Morph- Aguilera. Thanks. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That was a fad. I don't know if you can qualify that as a fad. It's still around. Let's see. They have Pogs, Napster, Pokemon, Mambo Number Five. Oh God! Napster was not so. Uh, again, not regretting. Uh, let's see. Slap bracelets.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember them. Anything else? I mean, I. They have VCRs on there. Well, that's not just in the '90s. That was. Oh, I'm looking okay. at these '95s. I'm just oh, didn't really. Either didn't do it or certainly don't regret it. Let's see. Hammer pants. Didn't do it. Wallet chains? Didn't do it. I think Bri did that. Yep. Let's see... Makeup fads, dance fads... Swing dancing. It was a fad? In the 20s?! <laughs> well, swing dancing came back, especially with the Swing Kids movie. Okay. Ah, Magic the Gathering. Again, don't regret. Again, not really sure it qualifies as a fad, given that it's still going. I know. Uh, goth. And grunge. Didn't do it. Yeah. Chased Kevin Dahlberg with a coffee grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: that movie, that was weird. I've never actually seen that movie, by the way. I don't think there was any copies of that movie still in existence. Okay. All I know is I acted in a movie where I chased some kid with a coffee grinder.
0: In my head that movie made more sense, and then after <laughs> I watched it out I love how
1: in the it description just, that made sense.
0: Andy, I was walking around the high school with a coffee grinder. How did that make any sense in your head? I don't know. I have to try and think back. But I love the program for that film festival. It just said under the description of my movie was, Andy Lowe made this. That's all we're going to (laughs) say. Like they couldn't even figure out what the hell was going on. Surrealist drama. (laughs) There was the coffee grinder. I was wandering through a cornfield for a bit, talking to the camera for a bit. There was the sword fight. Yeah, that was, that was just an odd to, movie. To walk around the high school with a coffee grinder. There was supposed to be a lawnmower chase, too. <laughs> I never got around to filming that part of it. Yeah, there was supposed to be a lawnmower chase as well in that movie. <laughs> oh, my. Yep. That was an interesting film. Yet, I don't regret it, so... <laughs> just right, keep it so... I, okay. Yeah. I Andy and I have lived a, a life with very few regrets. Very true. So yeah, sorry, but um, yeah, for it. random topic, topic answer th- is no. No. <laughs> okay. Well then. Yeah. Bye everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.